In our opinion, movies can be found in one of two realms. The realm of the renowned, those active in the minds of pop culture, your masterpieces, your witty comedies, your impactful horror. There are even those that are so bad they're good. Cult classics. This is not a show about those movies. Instead, we bravely venture into the realm of the forgotten. We plummet the depths of cinema, searching amidst the left behind, the seventh at the box office and the bottom of the bargain bin. We seek out neglected films to find the ones worth salvaging from oblivion. And banish the unworthy back to the abyss. What hidden gems will we find on our exploration? What mediocre plot lines will we unearth? And what artifacts that may at first have been overlooked will we reclaim? I'm Wesley. I'm Peter. I'm Lily. I'm Sam. And hello from obscurity. Everybody, welcome back to Hello from Obscurity. Today, we're talking about another movie that I first saw on the Sci-Fi Channel late at night. But this time, I remembered the correct one, and we all watched the right one. This is the Rob Bowman-directed, Matthew McConaughey, Christian Bale, Gerard Butler-starring, dragon-fighting movie, Reign of Fire. Huzzah. <laughs> yeah. Do, I, I don't think any of you have seen this movie before, right? I had. No. You had? I had. Well, I only remember one part. Uh, two uh-huh. parts, I should say. I feel I'll, like I'll... I know for sure what one of those parts has <laughs> got to okay. be. Cool. Cool. Yeah, you'll probably do. Uh, it's uh, it's at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Then, yep. yep. Yeah, we yep. can get to it. Yeah, I... Um... I, I remember liking it. I should. Uh, sorry to interrupt. I remember liking it though. I watched it with my brother. Yeah, it's very, I it's a very I, I watched. Film. I I remember I watched this movie back to back. It was Dragon Week at the Sci Fi Channel. Oh my God. Um, and uh, it was this and Dragonheart. If you guys ever remember, <laughs> yeah, with Sean Connery as a dragon, it was great, lovely oh. film. Uh, sorry, my microphone is falling. Fire and my cats fire. are trying to steal my donut. Stop. I will kill you. <laughs> There's a lot of problems. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Of no, the other one's trying to. Okay. I don't... Oh, and the zombie is trying to attack me. Oh, God <laughs> oh, damn it. Whoops. Oh, oh, dra- oh uh, dragon encircling whoops. Southern California. Okay. Uh, yeah, there is. Sorry. The dragon is called your city council. Hey. The dragon is called corporations. Oh, anyway. sorry. I had to fix so many microphone issues. Uh, welcome well, to technical difficulties. <laughs> the podcast, not obscurity. Just yeah. welcome. Hello from technical difficulties. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But yeah, no. I I I always remember this movie as like, oh yeah, this is the fun like modern dragon fighting movie. Um, I had no idea that it actually had people in it because I saw it when <laughs> I was like what eight years old and I was like, hell yeah dragons that's all i need and then later it's like but also matthew mcconaughey he's my school's mascot so yeah. you know i gotta i gotta support mcconaughey when i see him 
Bevo UT, isn't right? real at UT. It's Matthew McConaughey. He's he's our guy. <laughs> uh, well, I'll, I'll just get right into it so we can start talking about this cinematic experience. Here we go. Soon after the start of the 21st century, during the construction on the London Underground, workers penetrate a cave and a huge dragon emerges from hibernation, incinerating the workers with its breath. The only survivor is a boy, Quinn Abercrombie, not of Finch, <laughs> whose mother, Karen, the project engineer, is crushed to death protecting him. The dragon flies out of the underground and soon more dragons appear. Years later, Quinn, this is Christian Bale, now an adult, records the events that transpired after the first dragon sighting. Scientists discovered that dragons were the species responsible for the extinction of the dinosaurs and most plant life on the planet when they raised it with fire. The ash from the event caused the first ice age before the dragons disappeared, presumably in a cycle of hibernation. Once reemerged, the population surged to several million, prompting most militaries to use increasingly devastating weapons, finally leading to targeting the largest population areas with nuclear weapons in 2010. The future. <laughs> However, this only hastened the destruction of the human race, and by 2020, humans are nearly extinct. The dragons, now starving as well, are dying off and increasingly aggressive, become increasingly aggressive in search of food. Quinn, that's Christian Bale once again, along with his best friend Creedy, this is Gerard Butler, leads a community of survivors in Bomberg Castle in Northumberland, where he plans to outlast the dragons until they go back into hibernation. As insurance, he shares his notes and plans with Jared, Scott Motter, and an orphan he rescued as a child and is grooming to lead the community. The community is on short supplies and in a state of unrest pending the harvest of their meager crops. Eddie... Some other actor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this group steal a truck to pill for the crops early, but they are attacked by a dragon. One man is killed and the rest are surrounded by fire. Quinn, Creedy, and Jared rescue them with the old fire engines, but the dragon kills Eddie's son before escaping and burns the majority of the crops, leaving the community without a means to feed itself. Majority? Burned all yeah, the crops. Uh, all. All. <laughs> Yeah. Is literally ash. Although they do go back later, and Christian Bale just like finds a perfect tomato in the field of ash. Oh, okay. Um, so I guess ninety nine percent of the crops. Tomatoes are fireproof. Yeah, they're red. That means fireproof. Fireproof. But also, can I just say that <laughs> I love I that this post apocalyptic movie that was made in two thousand two takes place in twenty twenty. So it's like even then they knew that that was gonna yeah. be. A bad year. year. Yeah, I saw that. 2020 AD. And I was Uh like, yeah. I was like, oh, no, I don't want to be back here. (laughs) (laughs) Ew, rough. But but the the beginning took place also in the future, I saw, in 2008. Yes. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, very exciting. The same year Uh, that Dark Knight came out. So, Christian Bale was in two places at once. (laughs) <laughs> um, just a uh, quick icebreaker, if, if we don't already know this. Um, what do you call a Batman that leaves church early? A Christian Bat- Bale. Out of hell? Christian Bale. Oh, oh Jesus I like Christ. it. <laughs> I like it. Oh, man. Christian, the first Christian Bale movie I had, too. Yeah. I feel like there are not very many obscure Christian Bale movies. That <laughs> is true. I actually, I have a, if now's an okay time, I do have a little Christian Bale theory or okay. like oh. a, a thesis on Christian Bale. 
Go for Go it. Go for um, it. So, um, I think he's one of my favorite actors. I think he puts a lot of like other actors of like the golden era to shame. I think he's almost kind of untouchable in his work ethic and like how he approaches like his work. Like if you talk to people, they're always like, yeah, he like knew everything about, you know, this whole, you know, he's very, he's very good. Um, so I, there's three kind of versions of Christian Bale in my mind. Obviously, number one, Batman. When I think of Batman, I see him, but I hear Kevin Conroy, but I hear, yeah. him, but I see him. <laughs> um, the second one is this great, like, chameleon who can kind of, like, do anything and be anyone. And then the third is, um, in this movie, is uh, the survivor. Because I feel like a lot of his movies, and I, I'll kind of go through a, a quick list right here. Um, yeah, please. So there's a lot of movies where he is kind of up against it and really just trying to like scrape by and like come and do his own. So uh, number one, Equilibrium. Oh, oh my God. I almost one. picked Equilibrium for this movie. <laughs> okay, that is another obscure one. Uh, yeah, Sorry, keep going. Um. Number two, and this I wouldn't say is obscure, but um, Empire of the Sun, where mm-hmm. uh, one of the best performances you'll see uh, from a child under 15. Um, yeah. We mentioned that last week. That's funny that we do it twice. Yes. Yeah. And then Out of the Furnace, which is one of my favorite movies ever made, um, where he, uh, again, he's just, he's very gritty. He's just got it like a lot of trauma, and he's just trying to either save himself, a community, or the, himself and the community at large, or future generations. Is that with McCon- McConaughey too? That is with Woody Harrelson. Oh, okay, mm, it's with the, the other, other true detective. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, just uh, and then Harsh Times is another one. Uh, the Flowers of War, which is about the the rape of Nanking. Oh wow, that's heavy. Mm. Yeah. Uh, the Promise, which is about the Armenian genocide. Wow, he so he's been stuff, more. Huh? Wow, these yeah. survivor ones are maybe the more obscure ones. Like his third iteration of himself, the movies that he picks are the ones that go under the radar more. Right. Equilibrium, think... hard times, out of the furnace. Totally, and I think part of his chameleon roles and his survivor roles kind of blend together. Like the machinist. Oh yeah, um, I was gonna, yeah I was gonna mention the machinist. one and the fighter a little bit. Um, and then the last one um, I'll mention is obviously Terminator Salvation. John Connor, survivor of all survivors. Yes. Uh, me, me and Sam commented that um, this is a rare occurrence where... Are you talking about the accents? Yes. Both Christian Bale and Gerard Butler get to use Using their, their real natural accents. Voice. Yeah. I was like, dang, don't see that often and in, in from either of them, really. I feel like they're all... They're both usually doing like a, a different type of like British accent or American or like something yeah. not where they're actually from. Something palpable for us Americans. Uh huh. Like so, goddamn, so if can I have to actually them. listen yeah. to their natural English accents, uh, yeah, I, I'll have none of that in my country, sir. <laughs> this, uh, this is. Uh, you you can tell by watching it that it does star mostly UK actors. Um, it is an American film, though. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I, but with I, more I, of a global perspective, like yes, I don't know if we. I don't know if we we didn't get to Matthew McConaughey coming in, right? We have not gotten to him no, yet. not yet. Okay, it, but not, all right. not yet. But I mean, right, they right, do right, comment right. on how like the Americans are goddamn Americans, and I'm like, oh, yes, that's yeah, interesting. we're not we're not a well liked uh, country. <laughs> yeah, that was very interesting. Movies. And especially after 9/11, which is like this was the year after 9/11, there was a lot of like, yeah. Go, go America. And this movie was like, no. no, no <laughs> not like, this time. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. yeah I, I, I will say, I think one of my favorite parts of this movie um, is I, I love it in these kind of post-apocalyptic type things where you get to see some of the world building and especially like just people in this old castle with like alarms that are... Uh, that they're not mechanical anymore. Someone just like pulls a lever because a hawk they're watching is like getting all ruffled and like mm-hmm. that means the dragon's coming. Yes. Yeah. And also, can I just say like this isn't the uh, like completely original to this movie. I've seen other like apocalyptic things do something similar, but I do love like Gerard Butler and Christian Bale performing Star Wars yes. for all of these like kids who didn't grow up with like TVs and like watching movies because they live in an apocalypse, like you know, dragon fueled apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think that that like I love the idea of them being like, Whoa, did you make that up? And they're like, Yes, yes. yeah, I did. I, uh, I wrote that. Um, Gerard but, uh, Butler is charming in this movie. Oh, yes, he's delightful. <laughs> like, he, like, I, I feel like he's because this is this is years before he starts being Leonidas. Um, and becomes ripped buff man. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, like he he's so good with all the kids. He's just like having a good time. Uh, being just, I, I don't know. He was just delightful to watch. He really was liked Gerard, Gerard Butler probably in real life because I've seen some very charismatic interviews with him. Uh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Whether you like his movies or not, he's he seems like a. A fun guy, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Someone... When he's on Craig Ferguson's show, or when he was on the old Craig Ferguson show, mwah, vortex of Scottish charm. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, a vortex liked, of Scottish charm. I liked in the beginning. So Peter, you said that this has a good world building. I yes. think yeah, I agree. This has incredible world building for being. Was th- this wasn't based off a book, right? I couldn't no. find. Okay, this, wow. So this it is, felt like it could have been a graphic. Basically, novel. Yeah. an original idea. This was an I, original. I could see the graphic idea. novel thing, Lily. But no, yeah. I guess okay, interesting. That it's... But even in the beginning, when so you you mentioned that in the in the past, there's a dragon that emerges when they were building a tunnel, and that's the most cavernous subway system that I've ever seen. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> Like it was lit well. I mean, it was it was yeah. I, caves. I was say, there were so but, many caves uh, below London. Yeah, um, but before I like lo- looked it up and found out exactly what it was, I was very confused why a mining company had opened in central London, and they're like, "No, they're building the tube." I'm like, "Yeah, really? but it looked like they were deep into the earth, getting out yeah. like zinc or something." Yeah, I, mean, I don't yeah. know what they were doing. But I, I, I just was gonna say the. The world building of when he discovers the dragon, because reckless 
child endangerment is is rampant <laughs> in this company apparently oh, my God. oh you're the son of the uh the director just of the builder in. yeah, yeah and they, they treat him like a builder yeah. yeah no hard I hat honestly no high vis vest i honestly on? thought he was supposed to be like an adult because they were talking to him like an adult like hey Very much it's so. your shift like the guy coming in and he's like i gotta clean up after you says the child quinn and i was like that kid, an adult that kid had we don't zingers know oh my god yeah. that kid so, zingers like, every line but was like my favorite one down there yeah when he goes to his mom and like he's just ridden this elevator shaft down deep into the earth and she goes like you smell like cigarettes what's going on because he passed a dude who was smoking and he's like, I've been smoking. I only smoke what I drink. Said yeah. the eight-year-old. Yeah, man, that kid, that kid was witty. <laughs> well, anyway, when he gets into the tunnel, because they say, hey, there's a dark hole that nobody's discovered. Why don't you yeah. go in it? And he gets into the tunnel and sees all the, the dragon nest. And then the dragon spits something into his eye. Yes. And that was fucking that was crazy. Scary and his, the way his eyes looked after oh that happened. Yeah, and yeah. they don't explain it at all. And I like that. Okay, it's some chemical compound that's found in the 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 saliva of a dragon. And yeah. his eyes turn super scary red and you're like, is he gonna die? No. They just say it was probably you know yeah. and yeah, and his mom like flushes his eyes out the way you do, like when you get uh-huh. like a chemical in your eyes. Um but yeah. can I, I just I just I knew from the moment that he was going to visit his mom at work in a mine. I looked at Peter <laughs> and I said, this is about to be some like Hunger Games, Katniss's dad stuff, huh? Right. And I think the note I wrote is definitely calling the mom's going to die at the beginning, leading the son to go on to live a brooding dragon hating life. Uh, and I was correct. I was correct. He becomes, he falls down a well. He becomes dragon man, not Batman. <laughs> yes. I, yeah, they become I what they just fear liked- the most. I did like the idea of like, yeah, we're not going to give you a brief history. Like there was a little bit of like, here's the dragons in the context of the real world mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and how they impacted like the natural world. But it wasn't like this type of dragon. I was this old and now I do this. It's like, no, this happened. Now he's Christian Bale and he's doing this. Like there's definitely not over. Um, it's not over expositioned. It's not over explained. There are dragons in this world, and they keep moving, which I think mm-hmm. is fun. It's like, yeah, who cares? We can get on board for dragons. Not all, <laughs> like, yeah. not all wonder and myth has is lost in the eyes of audiences. Like, yes, we can believe in fantastical. Yes, yeah. here we well, go. Yeah. Gerard Butler we... and Christian Bale are on the same level career-wise, and there are dragons. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> no, we we mentioned it before we started recording too. Like, this movie's pretty long. Um, it, it's a hour and I mean, not an hour. It's an hour it's, and 40 minutes. That's not yeah. that bad. But, oh, it, it clips. Mm-hmm. It just yeah. like, it flies by. Yeah. And also uh, with the backstory stuff, um, they, they parse it out and dialogue really well, but also they don't explain, um, they don't over explain how he got to Northumberland. Actually, I don't think they ever even explained it. Oh, it's 12 no. years. He got to he he fled London, which is the epicenter of all the dragons. Okay, that's it. We don't need to know how he got yeah. there. We don't need to know what what uh, mode of transportation. If he ran out of gas, like the um, uh, Walking Dead, you know, it's yeah. he's there. So what are you gonna say? Right, Lil? and it t- yeah, like I think it took. Um, I think he said like in an offhanded comment, it took a long time. It took like twelve years or something for them to build this base, protect themselves, and sort of cultivate this little like 
um, like shel- shelter of people. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it definitely feels like, I don't know, in today's landscape where everything is a prequel to the sequel to the franchise, like the first movie would, be, I just couldn't help thinking like, okay, the first movie is he's a kid and he's a, you know, fleeing London, and then the second one is they're building the fortress, and then the third yeah. one is they finally defeat the dragon. It's like, no, in this one, that all happens. Mm-hmm. Off screen. <laughs> in, a, in an hour and 40 minutes, you know? Yeah. yeah. All it of it happens. It definitely kind of feels like a bygone era, just because everything right now, I feel like, with theatrical releases is so saturated and so, like... Over-explained, and, maybe? Yeah, and, like, everyone... We have to see everyone's origin story yeah. right. before I, anything interesting happens. I also say, just on a uh, production design standpoint, it just hits that niche I love so much of like centuries old castle with industrial yeah. equipment in it. I loved that. I, I just love that him kind ride of stuff. The horse when, uh-huh. like, oh yeah, 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 riding the awesome. horse with a friggin' like sci-fi tracker. The the meshing of time awesome. zones is so. Speaking of which, let's 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 talk about uh, when things really start picking up. <laughs> Okay. Because uh, uh, guess what? After that dragon attack, um, a group of heavily armed Americans arrive in an armored convoy with a chieftain tank and a... I don't know why it's telling me all these very specific things. They come in a tank. <laughs> it's because the American that wrote that summary really wanted to like... They're like, the, the Americans didn't, you know, they, they didn't get they the trade wellness. Stuff. I need to talk about all the weapons they came in with. But anyways... Right, a weapons nut, probably. Yeah. Oh my God. Sorry. I'm. I like. I read this earlier, but now I'm realizing, like, half of this description is just talking about the equipment Their tanks. they had. Yeah. <laughs> the Apache helicopter that they had. You know. Yeah. Dude. Well, he, here's what you got to know: the Americans show up, right? And Matthew McConaughey has his dragon tribal tattoos. He's smoking his cigar. He's got an axe that he will never use for the entire movie. A shaved uh, head. <laughs> A shaved, shaved head. head. Looking badass and tense. And also, he doesn't ever really actually smoke that cigar. No, either. he never he likes just it. Chews he just chews on, on it. it. He just chews on it. <laughs> you think that they have enough fire around to like light uh-huh. that bad boy. Well, maybe but that's no. like his thing. He's like, I don't, I'm Matthew McConaughey, and I don't light my c- cigar because that's fire is for dragons. <laughs> it, did, it did make me feel, too, that like, because you learn as the movie progresses, he's not really in tune with his feelings he's kind of mean what um, the american military leader from the south yeah suppressed emotions um and it's i just kind of drew the parallel oh well he's the little reptilian he doesn't really have any hair he's like very cold-blooded and mm-hmm. like a dragon like a dragon <sighs> to become to fight the dragon <laughs> You must become the become dwag. the dwag. Mowage is a <laughs> okay. What wings? Okay. Well, let, let let me summarize for you. The Americans are here. Matthew McConaughey convinces Christian Bale that by sharing the dragon's main weakness, poor vision during twilight, which I feel like they they technically use that, but no, I it's, didn't. It's, I, it's I thought the same goddamn twilight. thing. Yeah, it's just yes. usual British gray. Uh huh. Misty. When they went through the, the dragons, the, that's the time of day it is. Yes, the, the dragons dra- can see well in full light and no light, but low light for some reason they can't see you. <laughs> I mean, I guess if I'm driving at twilight, yeah, the sun gets in my eyes, but I just put uh-huh. down my 
my shade and I'm good. Yeah. But like dragons don't have when, shades, Wesley. <laughs> but when they were in, okay, I'm I'm skipping. But I'm just saying when they at one point they were in the POV of the dragon, and mm-hmm. I could see Christian Bale pretty fine. Like yep. there wasn't <laughs> it, they were in the ma- magic twilight hour. Yeah. But I were, could see. Were I that dragon, I would have eaten Christian Bale. <laughs> I'm just saying, if it were me in his shoes, if, I would have gone. I was the male dragon. <laughs> I and think. I was a... Yeah. Anyway, with Christian Bale's help, Matthew McConaughey and his team hunt and slay the dragon who destroyed the crops. The survivors enjoy a celebration in the castle that night, but Matthew McConaughey is embittered by the loss of his three men. They jumped out of a helicopter and somehow expected not to die, but they died. Uh, <laughs> uh, Matthew Archangels. McConaughey introduces Quinn. Uh, Isabella Skorepko, um, this she's the helicopter pilot. Uh, his team, oh, his team's helicopter pilot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and so they, little faith in the the Wikipedia <laughs> yeah. explanation. You have. What has really? Wikipedia done to deserve our lack of faith? Yeah. <laughs> um, after killing nearly two hundred dragons, they discover that they were all female and postulates that they reproduce quickly because of the species' reliance on a single male to fertilize the eggs. Having tracked the spread of the dragons, they believe that the male is located in London. London. Uh, And if they kill it, they will effectively stop dragons from reproducing. Although Quinn suspects uh, the male dragon is the same one that has killed his mother, he refuses to help knowing that London is a dragon stronghold, and if they fail, the dragon will track them back to their shelter. Oh, well, let's break that down. So, okay, they first get there. the The Americans get there. Yes. Um, the guy up in the the watchtower. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Dead. Oh, sorry, not Dead. Sorry, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> his name is Killed by Dragon. <laughs> no, 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 no. His name. Please, oh, Killed Lord, by Dragon was my father. <laughs> it's the second movie we've seen with him. Uh, his really? name is. I Ned thought he looked familiar. Henny. De- okay. Denehi. Denehi. There we go. Uh, Denehi. Denehi. Yeah. <laughs> Ned De- De- Denehi, and he he played an uh, anonymous as well. Who? And he, oh. Yeah, he was the torturer, and he and what? um, yeah, he was the torturer. He and oh, um, Sigigs, no. Sigigs. <laughs> The guy AJ, do you guys remember names or is this uh, no. let me, Here, let me I, find I have it. it. I have it pulled up. Okay. Alexander Siddig. Yes. They were both in um they were both in Peaky Blinders together in the same season. Oh. And um I can't this, fucking... <laughs> Alexander Whoa. Siddig was also Doran Martell in um in uh, Game of yes! Thrones. Yes. Speaking you. of Game of Thrones. Jack Gleason is in this movie. I saw him. I saw him before everybody saw him. Yeah. I saw him in the crowd and I was like, is that Jack Gleason? Who? Yeah. We're going to tie it back to the Batman series in the, um, yeah, he's uh, Batman Batman begins. Begins. He is mm-hmm. one of the kids that is saved by Batman, and then like the whole internet went crazy. Oh they were yeah! Like, oh, and then he grew up to be Joffrey. Batman should have just let him die. <laughs> yeah, should have been eaten by a dragon. 
dang, so many times we could have gotten rid of Joffrey. Yeah. But uh, I was so Christian proud. Bale could have gotten rid of Joffrey. <laughs> That's like, true. It was Christian Bale's fault, as we're no. Know, yeah. Right. And sorry. Yeah. Also, too, while we're on this little Game of Thrones of tangent, I kept telling Peter that the like orphan kid that Christian Bale saved and is kind of like a father figure to was really giving me some Podrick vibes. Um, the whole time I was like, that, <laughs> that guy just reminds me of Podrick. Like similar character kind of thing going on and speaking of game of thrones this this movie has fucking dragons at the central of it so many the center of it so did you did you you notice giant dragons in this movie sam no i thought we were watching an apocalyptic like were there dragons in this movie yeah there was a lot of fire so if there's a lot of fire think of like smoke there's fire there's fire where there's there's smoke (laughs) there's fire and where there's fire there's always dragons by the way this is a post george R. R. martin world where (laughs) rules of dragons apply i looked um on the imdb like trivia and Mm -hmm. we they're not dragons guys they're not dragons excuse me they're they're wyverns. I was about oh, to say, if you say they're wyverns, oh. they're wyverns because apparently dragons have four arms and a two wings, and so six appendages. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, technically, uh, they they <laughs> they are. Uh, 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 I I have a I dragonology like book when I was arms. a kid. I love. But those are the ones. I think they they're, they don't look a, practical. I guess a, they're more like a bird, but still. Like they need the extra legs. But that's the ones in Game of Thrones right now in Hot D, mm-hmm. um, no, House of the Dragon. Um, can I just um, also because we uh, Peter picked a movie that is available on YouTube for free with ads. Thank you. <laughs> um, so I just need I just I just gotta read a comment that someone left. <laughs> it's, it's just too Do good. It. So this is only six days ago. So the engagement with this video is pretty good. Oh, wow. (laughs) It was Peter. Uh, And I'm going to try to, I don't know if I'm going to read all of it. Because it's a lot. But I'm going to try to read it in the spirit in which it was written. Okay. Good. This film is an uncrowned masterpiece. Mm. So many people didn't like it or even notice it. The CG looks way better than the Game of Thrones and surprisingly holds up pretty well. Normally, CG doesn't hold up after a couple of the years of the first film's release. The characters are awesome because their goals are simple. This is one of McConaughey's most badass roles to me. I mean, look at the cigar and the beard as he navigates the tank. Look at the cigar! What a bamf! I wish this film had gotten more love. I think this is one of Christian Bale's this is one of the first Christian Bale movies I've seen. Wow. <laughs> I, honestly, I'd agree with him. Even on the whole Matthew McConaughey. I, Sorry, I do, I do need his to, look. I need to bring up Matthew McConaughey. Because he's, he's great in this. But also, like this was Matthew McConaughey, like peak rom-com yes. era. This is, right. this is before How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. This yeah, is a but year the, before that movie came out. Exactly. And like this is like this is early 2000s Matthew McConaughey. And he's he's great. He's great in this. But it's just so weird cuz I don't feel like Matthew McConaughey fits like he he wouldn't be the first if you described the character to me, Matthew McConaughey would not be by a long shot an actor I would have considered for that type of role, but he's great, and I'm so glad that they gave him a chance yeah. to do this. Um, but yeah, because he just doesn't—he's always come across as kind of more like 
lanky, like kind of like yeah. He put on yeah, some muscle and then for this. Now yeah. he's like a freaking you know. I will say the way that Matthew McConaughey is dressed in this movie. He's got the shaved head. He's got this like leather like this like so- soft leather vest that's like fur lined and he's this big ass collar that's popped up. You take an image of him. You drop the Bane mask on him. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. I see it. First, I, I will it. break your body. <laughs> oh, by the way, when we first see uh, Brendan Gleeson or what's it? What's it? Joffrey. Jack. Joffrey Jack Baratheon. Gleason. Jack Gleeson. Yeah. Uh, they're doing the Star Wars uh, uh, retelling. <gasps> Are you talking about Gerard... that kid in the front row? Yeah, that's the that's the that's him. No, no, I wasn't going to talk about him. I was going to talk about <laughs> how the fact that they used Black Knight and Dark Dark Knight or whatever, Black Knight and White uh-huh. Knight instead of Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader in their yeah. in their um in their retelling Recreation. or their reenactment of it. Um they're just putting it on for the kids. <laughs> I love that you know, it's only been 12 years. They haven't forgotten the names. Of Darth uh-huh. Vader and Lou Skywalker, I just think that like even in the apocalypse, the copyright uh, laws are just so goddamn strong. I mean, a dragon, you know, representing Lucas films would come out of yes. nowhere and just burn them alive if they even said the word Darth Vader. The That's Force, intellectual Lysiber. property. Okay, yeah. I, I'm sorry, I forgot to bring this up earlier though. Did you guys notice that one? This isn't Jack Leeson, but there's one little kid in the front row who was just having the biggest reactions to everything that happens in their little Star Wars play. He like, And it doesn't feel like he's overacting. Part of it kind of feels like this kid is just really like, because he's like, oh, like he literally, he, he gave me so much joy, that child. No, um. I did not notice. I was too busy looking at Jack and trying to figure out if that was actually him or not. <laughs> no, just... no. Go, go back and watch that child's reactions. Front row, front and center. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he He's having a great time. I think that kid actually didn't know anything about Star Wars and was yeah. actually having his mind blown <laughs> at that moment. That's his dad? <laughs> yeah, what? What if they did the whole, like... Um, hour and a half before that, too, they yeah. reenacted that on set too. So he actually was yeah. caught up with the store. Sorry, yeah, and they did that. They did the prequels too, uh-huh. that were just coming out, and then they were. Well, wait, yeah. would the prequels have come? Yeah, they would have. They would have. Because yeah. I was going to say, like, the clones would have, but not Revenge of the Sith, not yet. Yeah, not in the yeah. movie, but in the movie's timeline. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been 2020. We would have. They would have actually. Yeah, gotten that's all what I was trying episodes. to figure out: is with the dragons happening, were they still able to make the Star Wars prequel? These are in the this questions universe? we need to be asking. <laughs> we need to take more time to focus on yeah. this one scene that doesn't yeah. serve any. Can purpose. I talk about a different scene? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we're gonna just keep breaking down their production of Star Wars in this movie. That's the rest of the episode. (laughs) I want to talk about how they hunt dragons because it's really cool. (laughs) So what they do... Holy shit. They have have these like sci-fi triangulators and they send out three people on motorcycles because they're... One person to set three things on motorcycles. Sorry, sorry, yes. They send out a dude on a motorcycle to like stick down these like sci-fi beams into the ground so they can track dragons flying through the air while the helicopter 
flies at like five thousand feet um, with like these ba- the, these suicide jumpers. Who their whole thing is they jump out of a helicopter, do not pull their parachute, and just like distract the dragon. Yeah. <laughs> to uh, to they act as bait, uh, and then two more jumpers go and like throw nets down at them from above. Because, like, why would a dragon ever think it's going to be attacked from above it? Uh, yeah. It was so cool. It was like that That was the action scene where I'm like, I'm in. I like, I, I remember why this is like a formative memory. This is fucking awesome. No, it was uh, so cool. I forgot all about this scene. And uh, they set up the triangulator. Um, Christian Bale has to take over because that guy died. Um, yes. so he sets up the, 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 the final vertical and has the 3d model of the place. And then they get the image. They finally get the image and the dragons like right behind them on their tail. And it was, it was so scary. I was like, Oh God. Um, I, yeah, it was I, so cool. It I was, could geek out honestly, about this. Yeah. Yeah. Me, me and Sam were looking up some pictures to post on our Instagram page uh, at Hello from Obscurity. Yeah, I'm not gonna uh, lie, I was I I was quiet there for a minute because I was looking at pictures because I had because I had a good meme idea for this. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I I came across an alternate poster for the uh uh movie, which I think is the the one that is popular is just is the big like superimposed heads and a dragon flying and fire. It's pretty basic. The alternate poster is you see the helicopter at the very top of the poster and then just like with all these motion blur lines, you see just like a skydiver with a dragon about to chomp down on him. And like that sells the movie. I'm into that. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it was yeah. so cool. It's my favorite scene in the movie. Um, I, 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 yeah. I really like all the, uh, all, all the, I can't remember what the, the jumpers have like a fun, Name. B- B- Bullet Angels. Oh, the Archangels. Archangels but they yes. were called. They were like short for Bullamen, which are, mm-hmm. which are gladiators who use nets instead of shields or like any protection yes. to capture, to capture uh, the other their enemies. Uh, yeah, and everyone kept saying like they have a seventeen second life expectancy because that's how long it takes to hit the ground once you jump out of the helicopter. They were that scene lasted a lot yeah, longer. It did. Than it seventeen did. seconds. It did like a lot. Longer than seventeen. But this I movie still thought it was unrealistic. cool. It, no, it's still cool. It's still cool. But also, okay, so now we we've introduced the like sort of love interest, the helicopter pilot. Uh, yeah. I I just want to say because like I, I was pleasantly surprised that that wasn't as terrible as I thought <laughs> she was going to be because the whole time I was like sitting there, I was like, okay, at some point. They're going to have to introduce some sort of female character who's probably not going to have a lot of agency and she's just going to be there to have someone that they can save later or something. And then she showed up and she was kind of like a badass helicopter pilot. And I was like, all right, at least like you tried, like at least you did like something, you know, she was more interesting than I was than what I was expecting. She kind of was very impressed. Went away yeah, a little bit like towards the end, wasn't, but like skimpy. Yeah, no, yeah, like, she was cool and like forward. I felt like she actually <laughs> had like a little bit of like a personality and like a life outside of you know what was happening with the guys. She so. was a soldier, like, yeah, I, she I, wasn't... I, I really believed it. Like, oh yeah, she's just yeah. one of the soldiers she, like, she, that she, takes orders. Badass. And she wasn't. It didn't fall into that trap too that I think a lot of like 
because I think this movie came out right around um, the Resident Evil like early days, <laughs> where it was um, yeah. an underworld where it was like strong female action lead who is really strong but just really strong and <laughs> traumatized. Yeah, it was like the only way just, to make a strong woman strong. was to just have them be a stoic man. Yeah, <laughs> and wear yeah, and wear black leather. And swear Skin a lot. tight. Skin and, tight black. Oh, leather. and uh, still written by men. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. You can't not. <laughs> Who knows yeah, no, what they're talking about? Yeah, I think definitely. I think. Uh, Feminism took a long nap in the early 2000s. Yeah, yeah. But who but no, knows I, I was expecting women way more worse than men from from true. the female character? And, and yeah, she no. was not as bad as I was expecting. I was, no. I was pleasantly surprised. I, I wrote Same. that in my notes. I think I was literally just saying to Peter, "Ugh, when are they going to introduce some mm -hmm. like stupid female character who's literally just there to like move forward the guy's plot?" And then two seconds later, she showed up, and I was like, "Oh." Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I'm, I can she, get down with this. <laughs> she showed up and like berated people too. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> but not guys... in like an overly naggy way because that's yeah. also a trap that happens. Yeah, it's like toxic too. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Be like toxic man. That's how we make you cool. <laughs> uh, okay. But yeah, well, there was the, um. sorry, just one one more thing. When um. Please. I think it was early on when... um. I, I love the the hawk system of uh, detection that I've that they've built. It's like right before oh, so the cool. Americans get there, it's like oh, like marauders. They think it might just be like trouble people, and Gerard Butler is in like this little enclave, like I don't know, like a, a hangout place, and there's just this woman who's with him, and she looks so out of it. She has this <laughs> short, like bright blonde hair, and <sighs> like she has her arms around him. And he just puts her arm away and goes, "I gotta go." Oh yeah, yeah she was she was on some downers or something. I don't. Yeah, know. she. I know. If you look at her eyes, she's just like, hmm? "Hello," and uh, I was like, "Oh God, is this is this it?" And I'm like, oh, "I do, cool. I do think." Is this the love interest? I do think that that some of the lines were really cool in this one uh, in this section where it's the American line. So I think he says. Uh, so Gerard Butler, they're seeing the, they're seeing the, the Americans ride up. They think it's marauders, and it's like, we haven't had those in a long time. Another good world-building thing, where we mm -hmm. don't have to explain that there was a lot of marauders. But then he's like, only one thing worse than dragons, Americans. Yeah. <laughs> and then when, and then when Matthew McConaughey, his, like, team, it took, like, three guys to build, take down one Dragon, so you you saw how formidable these dragons are. Yeah. And when he comes and breaks into the celebration, and then he says, "You dis personally, you disgust yes. me." And I was like, "Damn, that's bad." I know that got intense. Like, oh my god, it was very awkward. I felt uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they did. They did just take down a dragon. But yeah, I it's, guess he. Yeah, it was it's, his men. Yeah, right. the UK's first dragon kill. The Americans, 201st. Ah, yeah. You disgust true. me. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, after that uh, uh, awkward celebration slash confrontation, <laughs> Matthew McConaughey first recruits and then drafts the castle's best defenders. Uh, despite Christian Bale's objections and a physical altercation, Matthew McConaughey and some of the castle's men then depart 
Uh, but true to Christian Bale's warning, their caravan is attacked by dragons in the ruins of a town 66 miles from London. Everyone but Matthew McConaughey and the helicopter pilot are killed. The dragon then finds the castle and kills many of the inhabitants. Matthew McConaughey gets the survivors to a bunker, but they are trapped when the dragon returns during its final attack. Gerard Butler is killed. Um, Matthew McConaughey and the helicopter pilot return and free everyone trapped in the bunker. Christian Bale uh, leaves some kid in charge. <laughs> uh, the, he tried, yeah, he tried to set up something. And it's like, I didn't really care about it. <laughs> uh, and then decides to help uh, Matthew McConaughey and the pilot hunt down the male dragon as their best chance at survival. They fly to London and find hundreds of small dragons, one of which is cannibalized by the larger male. This scatters the smaller dragons and leaves the male undefended. Without the support needed for a major battle, Matthew McConaughey coordinates a simplified plan. Split up, bait the male into attacking, and then shoot explosives down its throat with a crossbow. I love... I love all the ideas in this movie. <laughs> they were, they were really so trying cool. to do. They were really trying to do. Let's do a neo medieval movie because they were oh. like castle dragon horse dragon horseback mm-hmm. crossbow. Yeah, like just axe. Yes. Goddamn! Yes. Can we talk about Van Zandt's fucking His yeah, name? axe? Yes, we His can. His name is My... Van Zandt. Zant, sorry. <laughs> no, no, not a, that wasn't a correction. It's just like, that's his name. Van Zant. Yes. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey's character, I don't know if we told you, was like Colonel Van Zant. Uh-huh. And apparently the cast had to refer to him as Van Zant. Says that one, oh, um, no. the guy. He's one of those actors with this. I don't know if it was him or the producers, but the, the trivia did say uh, that they had this, um, this interview with the uh, uh, the guy who played D- Doran Martell, uh, Alexander mm. Siddig, as I mentioned before. And the producer comes in on the first day and says, all right, guys, do not call him um, Matthew or Mr. McConaughey or nothing to do with his real name. Call him Van Zant. Even if you're like in Dublin, which is where they were shooting, and you're at a bar, you got to call him Van Zant." Mm-hmm. And as the, the first AD is leaving, this Alexander Siddig says, and he has to call me fucking Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> Which I really appreciated oh, that humor. That's, <laughs> that's great. No, man, I, I love Matthew McConaughey. He, he did a lot for my college. Uh, he teaches there now, interestingly enough, sort of, kind of. I have friends who took his class. Uh, and yeah, he, he seems like a good guy. He's also always giving me a little bit like something. Something's happening. I don't really know how his, how he works, how he operates as a person, but I like him. Yeah, <laughs> okay. that's my Matthew McConaughey thoughts. Mm-hmm. The thoughts of Sam on the Matthew thoughts. McConaughey. And um, well, oh, there was this. There was a lot oh, in this section. So um, there was <laughs> when when the Americans. This is the one part I didn't get. Like, there's that whole lore that Van Zant is excellent. Also, one of my favorite singer-songwriters, Towns Van Zant. I yeah, like, that's all I could think of too, Lily. <laughs> like Yeah. I was like, you take his name out of your mouth. No. Um <laughs> I think but, he elevated the name with his character. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. 
But there's this whole story, but like when they were in Kansas and the town rose up to defend outlaws or the outlaws defended the town and now they're like folk heroes in America. Like everyone in America yeah. knows that story. They were the townspeople. Yeah, they very briefly allude to their past. Like everybody at the castle is like, How'd you get here? And like, we flew. Like, nobody flies. There's dragons. <laughs> like, That's their yeah, territory. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, they they're just like that that's that's the scene where you can tell an American wrote this. <laughs> like, well, yeah, again, of again, no I, I like that because there was no over explaining. We got Shut here like, because we flew. We we actually have like uh, some military you know, the machinations you of our teamwork are such that we are able to defeat dragons in some sense back home and then make the journey here. Right. Yes. And you're so isolated that you don't know anything that's going yeah. on in the outside world. So we're just telling you this is we got here. We're trying to liberate cities or trying to they put me in charge because I'm a Bring fucking crazy to the man. Rest of the world. Yeah. yeah. I did love so this was right after the awkward confrontation about you guys disgust me. And that was the next morning or something, and it's like we have a problem, and it's Gus or Gus Van Sant. Now I'm, now I'm saying <laughs> Gus Van Sant, um, and um, that's why I've just Van been referring to them by their actor names. Yes, Van Zant. He's out there, and he does have another badass quote. He says, "Okay, first, who's going to volunteer? Only four people volunteer, and then he says, the volunteer. Uh, where is it?" Oh, it's such a cool name. The volunteer section of this campaign is now over. It's time for the draft. Take six yeah. of their men. I was like, ooh. <laughs> Awkward. Yeah, <it> was cool. <laughs> and then Christian Bale and them fight in Ashfield. Yeah, they can do it. Comes and to, that was comes a real fisticuffs. That was a real headbutt that Matthew McConaughey gave Christian Bale. What? <laughs> yeah, that was a real Dude, headbutt. The more you're just, I was the like, more that I'm learning about real. this. The more it just sounds like Matthew McConaughey went full method, and then yeah. Christian Bale like saw that and was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, I'm that. Gonna do that. I'm gonna start doing that." <laughs> well, no, funny you, funny you say this. There was a again in the trivia. It said um, Christian Bale uh, got there and he was skinny because you know you didn't think that uh, post-apocalyptic people would be that mm-hmm. well nourished, so he got there skinny, right? But then he saw. <laughs> He saw Matthew McConaughey just bulk the fuck up, and he was like, hmm, for my character to fight him, I'm going to bulk up, too. <laughs> Which sounded like a superficial <laughs> way of being like, I want to look that good, too. Oh, yeah. God. This is the beginning of, like, Christian Bale's whole, like, I'm going to freaking starve myself for yeah. a role and just, and like, inject myself you know, with so many steroids. And... Yeah. 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 So he pr- God, I'm assuming man... he did one for this. I, he he's got to have so many health issues from just like all liver of that. failure. Yeah, uh-huh. probably. Yeah. The Dick I Cheney was... movie alone is enough. <laughs> oh fuck you yeah. Liver failure. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I I will say Matthew McConaughey looks so fucking cool when he was but like when he ripped off his Bane vest and he was just like ripped and he had this like huge back piece of just like dragons wrapping around his arms and he's just like yeah. Uh, he he looked like friggin' um who who's that like the the boxer guy? Um, There's uh, one boxer guys that have no the, the, the old timey one. Uh, the the one he was bald and had a big mustache and uh, uh, Tom Hardy played him in a movie. Bronson. Oh, 
Bronson? Yes. I don't yes. think he was a, it, a boxer. I think he was just an outlaw, right? Uh, you know what? He was a rough and tumble. This is not a, a Bronson movie. This is. Yeah. Sorry. What <laughs> this were you is saying? A Tom Hardy yeah. project. Uh, no, I, I just thought he looked you. cool. <laughs> yeah, he did. Oh, he looks like, okay. so good in this. That there's like seriously that this movie had. I'll, I'll give a little bit of a little bit of a spoiler into <gasps> my uh, uh, opinion. The, this movie had a lot of really cool ideas that I really liked and wish they did a little better. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Are you saying you wish they mined them better? Too soon, Lily. Christian Bale's mom died only yeah. Yeah. in, you know. I'm sorry. Remember, he sorry. finds her skeleton in an elevator? Oh, fuck. We've all been there. <laughs> That's a universal experience. Yeah. Uh, also, I'm not special. No, I'm kidding. I, nice. Sorry, just just speaking of of because like mom's death, I saw coming in the first in the beginning, obviously because yeah. it was yeah. like then he needed some motivation. Gerard Butler too, one of his first lines to Christian Bale like early in the movie is, "Hey, I'm your best friend," and I was like, "Dead, he's yeah. gonna die. He's I know, definitely I gonna really, sacrifice himself. Dead." He should have <laughs> just said, "I'm two weeks away from retirement of hunting dragons." <laughs> No, it was like it was like yeah, no, and then and then yeah, and then he, he I'm gonna died. haunt this castle. He got burned <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, I will say, lovely tying it back to what we were saying at the beginning when Christian Bale was but a young boy, um, and he was exploring the cave and he got all this like saliva dropped on him. You learn that the dragons can like naturally make napalm, and that's how they breathe fire. They mix these two chemicals together and breathe it out, and that's fire. Um, and so that's how they decide that was how we're going to beat them. We're going to take these bombs, like I said, on fucking crossbows uh, because it's the best movie ever made. Uh, <laughs> and we're going to like they say right before the dragon like breathes fire, shoot the bomb into its mouth. It only has a range of 50 feet. So you got to be right in literal, literally the line of fire. Um, and then hopefully it causes a chain reaction. And poof, up the dragon. Yeah, it's cool. The, I, uh, yeah. yeah, like oh, the mechanics of it is very mm-hmm. cool. It's easy to follow too. Like it's, yeah. it's not complex. You understand. Oh, there's a male who's germinating every goddamn female. Yep. And it's just one, and like he's fish. bigger, like fish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, oh, okay, that's a cool plot device. I was very impressed mm-hmm. with that plot device of like, oh, we just have to kill the male. Yeah, no, right. that was good because I, I was wondering. I was like, how, how, how are they gonna, how are they gonna get rid of millions of, yes. of dragons? That's that's a lot. But that no, that was a good way of of getting around that. And it and it's that, kind uh, of oh sorry. No, go on, go on, Lily. Um, it's kind of uh, it's interesting that we're um because in a lot of the uh, the Dracula lore, it's like when you kill Dracula, you kill what was also created by him. So that's like. Which is interesting because at this time, so this movie, Reign of Fire, 2002, uh, Gerard, our our man, Gerard Butler, he starred as Count Dracula in 2000. um, (laughs) Really? Called the gothic horror film Dracula 2000. I saw that on TV the other day and watched the first half of it, and it was... Something oh, interesting no. and very 2000s. Let me just say, <laughs> when they said Dracula 2000, I don't think anyone's allowed to play Dracula now that Gary Oldman's done it. Like, oh, 
Oh, I, he did. Nah. Oh. Gerard Butler could. And he did. And he was shirtless, <laughs> and it was amazing. He could, and he did. <laughs> um, uh, so it's, there's dragon... a, yeah, Dracula Oh, go on. No, that's it. The dragon looked really cool attacking the castle. I mean, it looked yeah. right out of, a, uh, like, a King Arthur um, yeah. There was even a King Picture Arthur book. joke where he's like, yeah. "Oh, are you? What are you? He's the Dragon Slayer, and what are you, King Arthur?" <laughs> I mean, they really just wanted to the, do the King Arthur story in. I wouldn't be surprised if n- the next like sequel they would have had like a king problem or something. I don't know. Uh-huh. Some magician named Merlin or Morgan would have showed up and fucked things yeah. up. Yeah, there would have been some introduction of like. Anyway. Oh, yes, uh, cool. when they get to the city, that's when I remember. That's so. There's two things that I remember, and then we're gonna get to that one. But when they get to the city, they go. They um, they see, <laughs> they see uh, the parliament. Is that the parliament? House of Parliament. Yeah, oh. the House of Parliament like destroyed, and just so many goddamn dragons. It's very Everywhere. frightening. Very because cool. you know you know how hard it was to take down goddamn one of them, and you have like three hundred of them, and then and the only male three people left. Yeah, <laughs> and then the male just comes out of nowhere and is like three times the size as one of one of them, and mm-hmm. does cannibalize one. And uh, it was clever, too, that now all the females are fleeing, so it is actually just them three-on-one instead of yes. three-on-260 million. Now, mm-hmm. I I do have a, a question. I'm just thinking about this now. So if they take out the male, then I guess, like, are they just waiting for all the female dragons to die off and just hope that none of them... They're like, starving, right? So that they would just yeah totally yeah. Die. I guess okay. I guess the starving because I was gonna say like, what's the lifespan of a dragon? Right, what's the time? Yeah. If it's like a few with... hundred years, they could still be pretty fucked up for a while. Like, but that's the thing about apex predators in general is that oh. if there's too many of them, then the prey dies off too fast, yeah. and then they starve to death. So it's not like they're gonna get destroyed. So they do have to destroy the male because. If if they keep starving off, they can always just repopulate when the prey goes back. Like no, no, no humans... I totally get, I totally get okay. getting rid of the male. I just mean like, so they get rid of the male, but then they still have all these female dragons, and like, if they're able to survive for like a few hundred years or like whatever, like however long a dragon lives, like yeah. they're still dealing with all the female dragons. Yeah, but it's, if not like, starving, it's not like maybe, they... you know that kills them off faster. It's not like yeah. they like said, "Oh, good job, us. We just saved the world. Dragons are no more." It, it, they did end with, "We did. Yeah, we won. The <laughs> empire is destroyed because we blew up a ship." Thanks, Star Wars. <laughs> uh, hey. uh, yeah, I did like that ending where it was like, "Yeah, we're still fighting them." Yeah, and I, uh, yeah, I really like the ending too of the line, and I wish they would have cultivated. We're getting there. Sorry. No, no, no. Sorry. I'm just saying that, yeah. to Peter. I'll I'll wrap it up and we can talk about everything. Um, so they're they're there. They're hunting the dragon. They got their bomb crossbows. The plan initially works, but the dragon manages to detonate the explosives early. Matthew McConaughey sacrifices himself as a distraction. Well, freedom. Uh, well, the other two gather the explosives. Together, they lure the dragon to ground level, where Christian Bale fires another explosive into the dragon's mouth, killing it. Later, uh, I think it's three months later, um, 
They erect a radio tower on a hill overlooking the North Sea. There's been no dragon sighting in over three months. Uh, that one kid that Christian Bale left in charge arrives to say that they have contacted a group of French survivors who want to speak to their leader. Christian Bale officially makes the kid the community leader and dedicates himself to rebuilding the civilization. The end. I want to say, we, me and Sam watching this movie, we kept commenting on like, Matthew ghanahay has got a cool axe. What's he going to do with it? That's a cool thing that he's going to do. He never successfully uses it once. <laughs> yes, we he thought, does. No. no. No, he does he not. <laughs> the one time where we thought, like, okay, the axe is going to pay off. He jumps off the building, swinging the axe at the dragon. Like, fuck yeah, he's finally going to pay off this axe. He gets eaten immediately. The axe does no damage. <laughs> oh, the comedic timing of it all was <laughs> so great. so badass. He's like running. You think for sure he's about to just smack this dragon across the head, uh-huh. like with this axe, and it's gonna do something. And he's then he's been no. calling himself the Dragon Slayer all movie. Yeah, and then and then gone, oh. gone in a flash. And then I got scared for a second because then the axe is like flying through the air, and the um the what's her name like the the female like Alex. Uh, Oh, Alex, she's looking up. And I was so sure for a split second that that axe was about to come down like right on her head. I was like, oh, God. But it didn't. This, she was fine. This is the she image that was seared into my mind because of this movie of just oh, me yeah. and my brother watching this on VHS, <laughs> laughing our ass off as we just see Matthew McConaughey just failing, <laughs> like, ah, and just being eaten immediately and the axe falling down. And it's like, I rewinded that three times in this in this movie, too. Being it's, like, yes, I remember this from my childhood. It was great. It's such a badass moment that ends, like, weirdly comedically. Yeah. It's like yeah. so funny. <laughs> Actually, that whole last like battle is kind of very slapstick. Like Christian Bale's running, he's gonna get ready to like shoot his crossbow, and then he realizes he dropped all the yeah. no, all the arrows. No. Like, whoops! Oh man, he should have just had some like you know Buster Keaton. Like, music uh-huh. <laughs> there oh. was I did like okay going back just a little there they they somehow. They went under the city. They wanted because apparently the the dragon's hearing is really good too. So even they knew that the the dragon knew that they were there, which I actually thought was a kind of a cool idea. Where what what's him? Our cats are are, are fighting. Sorry. Okay. Great. Okay. Goddamn cats. <laughs> okay. I think I think he's he's. Well, you chased him back to May, but. I'm giving him something else to be okay. preoccupied. Sorry. There was there was some violence happening. Yeah. They, they, they know every time we're recording a podcast, and they decide they to, to be, be as loud and obnoxious as possible. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway, yes. we're underground. Yeah, so they're underground, and um, they go up to where the, the tunnel was. They get, yeah, so They're the going up to the... Yeah, so they're going up that shaft to get above ground to attack the male dragon. But, um, you know, Christian Bale sees the elevator shaft and has that flashback. And I just like that Van Zant has been there before and was like, I know what he's going through. I see that Vietnam flashback. And he all he says is, use it. And that's it. Yeah. 
There's no like, what's happening? What, explain your mother. He doesn't even have to ask if it's his mother. He just sees that he's having a traumatic experience flashback. Mm-hmm. Use it. And then they move on. That's it. Two second yeah, sequence. Yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. good I like it. It's a tight script. 40, high high concept minutes. tight script. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I really yeah. liked it at the end too. And I wish they had kind of cultivated this ethos a little more just because I did enjoy like the little enclave that they had built and everything um, where he's on top of the, like they're getting like reception, like they're, bu- they're rebuilding the infrastructure kind of. Mm-hmm. And they're sort of postulating like, oh, well, we haven't seen any that doesn't mean they're not out there anymore dragons and yeah. he just says and now it's assumed that he and alex are in love and they're a couple <gasps> um and he just christian bale just says they burn we build mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and i thought that was a like that could have been kind of like because they did that whole call and response like to the kids it's like what do we do we run and don't look back where do we look to the sky like, we, like, you like a call, like, Christian Bell says, they burn, we build, or something. I, I thought that was a cool line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very they simple, burn. but it says the, it says the, the rules of the movie. Mm-hmm. They burn, we build back better. That's what he says. We, they we burn, we build, I can't, I don't know what accent I'm yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think, I just, you gotta love Christian Bale, just, he, I felt kind of worried for the horse. At certain points, it felt like he was really <laughs> running the horse ragged. At some point, he was going like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> I mean, that yeah. was Lily's biggest. Like the whole movie, Lily's just wondering what about the what's horse? happening with the horse. Yeah, no, that's like, you that's know, fair. Well, just you know, we know that um, you know, animals aren't always taken care of on film sets, and I was like, mm-hmm. please <sighs> tell me that 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 mm-hmm. horse. It, it had not. the stamp at the end: no animals were harmed. Except mythical beasts. Well, there yeah. we go. They can kill Wait, all the dragons. Waverns. Want, but I swear yeah. to God, if I find out they touched one hair on that horse's head. <laughs> well, they did. But they, they did. They didn't, <laughs> harm, they didn't harm a hair. I, oh, they I didn't know. harm yes. a hair on the yeah. horse's head. <laughs> I like the... Uh, I will, I'll, I'll, I'll give a shout out to that uh, that actress, Isabel... Yes. Skoripko. Isabel Skoripko. Or Sir Ripko or whatever, um, but she, her, I, I, I thought it was very compelling. Her um, having to be the bait, so like mm-hmm. Matthew McConaughey tells some, her to run across the courtyard. Sorry, just a second. Hey. You got to get shoes to throw at them or something. I throw or like shoes foam, at our cats. Foam things. Stop. We're gonna have to separate you two. If one of them is in there, just shut them in. But only if they're not both in there. (laughs) Okay, where's where's Nick? Just a gladiator fight. Trap them in the same room. They're like going at it. Oh, man. Every podcast. Every podcast they do this. But they don't normally get into one of their like crazy fights, I feel like. They're normally just like crazy have Ugh. you seen news bloopers? I swear that's a thing though, where like some cats have to be present at like <laughs> the meeting. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, I do also saying. like the idea that. Well, oh, sorry. Go on. You go. 
No, you go. Oh, well, I was just going to finish that thought of, um, yeah, I found her performance very compelling. Um, yeah, Matthew McConaughey has to, or tells her to be the bait, go across the courtyard so you can draw the dragon so I can shoot it. And she has to muster up the courage. And I actually found that very moving or, or very compelling of just her having to, like on the brink of tears, having to put herself into the line of fire. I was like, oh, God, mm-hmm. that'd be hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, like, she, she even cost. says, yeah, she she even says like, oh, yeah, I was down with the plan to come with London, but I was supposed to be 3,000 feet up in the air, not down right. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What were you going to say? What Lily? were you going to say, Lily? Well, I was, you know, it was a bummer when... When Gerard Butler bit the dust, it, it was because there's that that look kind of where he sees like he feels the fire behind him and he knows like okay this is I'm I'm going bye bye, but I like to think that his performance fighting dragons in this one really informed him as Angus and How to Train Your Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like oh, I like to think man. he brought a lot of outside experience. Yeah, and totally. Practical knowledge mm-hmm. um, uh-huh. that he uh-huh. that wow. he really needed to make that role come to life. For sure, for sure. Didn't he no also kidding. have an axe as Angus? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> he was a Viking. Like, I'm gonna use. They the have axe been known to wield an axe. Uh huh. But he he didn't have the axe in this movie. Well, no, sure didn't. Uh, yeah, but he hey, saw Christian how Bale the axe went to waste in this movie, and he was yeah. like, "Never again." Uh, this <laughs> time, Christian Bale had it at the end, which was a very sure. nice ending. He just kind of walked away with the girl and an axe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's know. you know, got the girl, got the axe. Uh-huh. That's the dream. That's the that's the Northumberland dream. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm gonna get like uh, cross stitched into. Hang that up on the wall. Get the girl. Get the axe. <laughs> save the cheerleader, save the world. Save the cheerleader, yeah. save the world. Um, he 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 also had those iron fist tattoos. That's what it reminded me, like the mm, iron fist. Yes, the crappy com mm-hmm. or not comic, but the show. Anyway, <laughs> Peter, do you have a situation, or does anybody have anything? Yes, to does say? anyone have any final final thoughts? Waverns. Not dragons. Sorry. <laughs> there are subclass of yeah. worms. It definitely, you know, it's up there with the the whole just dragon canon of, of movies. It feels like these yep. are their own type of dragon. Like you have the Smaugs, you have the Targaryen dragons, you have, and now you have these, which are just a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, In modern oh. day. In to- modern day England uh- and everywhere. I did have two things, two quick things that I was confused about, yes. or one that I wanted to say. Um, another badass quote, or just a funny quote to me, is when they got to London, they got off the pier, and they looked at at uh, the 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 ruin of the city, and then <laughs> Christian Bale's character just is like, "Well, this town's gone to hell." That's all he said. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> that was a very funny line that maybe I would have done back in, you know, if there was an apocalypse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, just well, to well, humor. Say, there could easily be an apocalypse still. So just Perfect. hold on to that. All right. Just cool. Dragons. That'd be more 
<laughs> yeah. Out of anything like that's present, I, know, I dragons just hope would dragons be, appear. Would be a lot more fun than like climate change or uh-huh. like any of the things that we're dealing with. I I'd take dragons. Oh, and then the other question I had, or the yeah, it, it, a question I had was they're passing around the flask while Matthew McConaughey is telling people or telling what we're gonna do, and then Christian Bale says. Christian Bale takes a swig of what they're drinking and he's like, it's water. <laughs> and I was like, I'm confused. Why did he say that? Did he expect them to be drinking like hard whiskey or did he never like tasted water after this? I, I'm, I'm so confused. Yeah, I, I think it was because. Uh, I think he thought it was whiskey. Yeah, that's because how they like, were drinking it. Throughout the whole movie, Matt McConaughey has his like. Cigar flask. he never lights and a flask. That doesn't have <laughs> liquor in it. <laughs> he, he wants the appearance of doing cool things like yeah. smoking a cigar and drinking whiskey out of a flask, but he actually really doesn't like either of them. You know, uh-huh. uh-huh. you know what? I bet those tattoos were just washable. Like, Probably. Like washable they were like marker. those ones uh, that they sell now that last like two weeks or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. It was 2020. They've probably been invented. Totally. totally. Yeah, in America, sure. at least. Probably got to the coast and then got down to Kentucky, where he's from, you know. Exactly. (laughs) Well, friends, dragon fighters, Hmm. we are miners. Oh, man. And this movie is a dragon. Yeah. (laughs) Do you release this dragon, a.k.a. this movie, onto the world to be put back into the public eye? For everybody to watch and comment on and buy the prop acts. Or do you leave this movie sealed underground? Re redirect the London tube to I don't know how to train your dragon instead. Uh, <laughs> that's my question. We're miners, do you seal the movie in? Or do you so, break it out and release the plague of dragons that is this movie onto the world? So we're a seven-year-old boy deciding. You're a minor. Really... Oh, well, I guess hey, seven-year-old boys are minors. <laughs> Who wants to go I'm first? Teasing. I'll go. I'll first. go first. Nope. Well, oh, you. fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Lil. No, you go. All right. I liked it. I want it to come back. I think out of. I, I think my modus operandi has been to bring failed blockbusters or like obscure blockbusters. Uh-huh. And a lot of them we haven't brought back. Um, but I think this one really holds up. Love the world building. Love that you just kind of know they, they don't explain, but it's so the world is so rich that you can kind of infer what's going on. Um, I honestly think that this should be a cult classic movie. I think, Van Zant as a character, I could see that being <laughs> so like, good. yeah, I could see that somebody dressing up at Comic Con as Van yeah. Zant, that character. I could see this movie kind of having a life of its own, if only people didn't forget about it. Um, that's that's what I'll say. I think this movie, I'll release it onto the world um, and see what people think about it. And it's it's up to the world to you know, accept these dragons or um, <laughs> uh, the dragons are the movies, right? 
dragons of the movie. See, yeah, okay, I guess so the only thing is like, in this scenario, releasing the dragons, which is supposed to be the like, yeah, I like this movie. It, is ignore also that. Like, That's why I set it up in a very <laughs> specific way. <laughs> ignore that. I, I, I will say if these waverns, God damn it. Um, <laughs> if people want to accept these waverns, then they should. And also this, this movie lends itself to like extracurricular stuff. Like I could see comic books kind of, or like fan made comic books going the mm. French end of this, of this battle or what happens afterwards or what happened Where in America. they just surrender to the dragons. Mm-hmm. I don't like that one. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong. But yeah. but yeah, I definitely keep this movie. I think uh, a lot of blockbusters from that time just do not hold up as we've been mm-hmm. kind of looking at and this one certainly should. Yeah. Lily. Yeah, I definitely think this movie can be added to the the dragon the dragon canon. I think it's yeah, it's very self-aware in that it's not trying to reinvent the wheel. It's like, yes, there are dragons, they are bad, we kill them. Uh-huh. Um, and I also think, too, just watching it now, having kind of metabolized it for a little bit, it does kind of feel like a precursor to The Walking Dead in some mm. senses. But personally, I like dragons a lot more than I like zombies. And I like watching people fight dragons more than I like watching them fight zombies. And it does kind of feel like Van Zant is sort of Daryl Dixon mixed with Negan, mixed with, like, the best choice we make is the one that keeps us alive. That is the new morality. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think there's ideas and stuff and not even ideas, just cool shit that like can be explored and can be, I'd, I'd watch again. So yes, release the dragons. Release the dragons. Uh, yeah, no, I, uh, this would never, like if I just read the plot of this movie (laughs) or heard of it beforehand, never would I like on my own have been like, yeah, I'm going to watch this post-apocalyptic dragon movie. Totally. Like, this is not at all something I would have, like, gravitated toward if not for this podcast. But I will say, like, I had a lot of fun. It was a good time. Uh, it's, like we said before, kind of like a nice, like, easy watch. Um, it's, you know, there's definitely some flaws, but, like, I think it's fun. Like, I think it's a fun movie, and I don't know that I'll necessarily like watch it again but i think it's worth like people watching and just to like have a good time have some friends over watch this and kind of just like laugh and you know cheer for the dragon fighting and like that kind of stuff so uh yeah i'd say release the dragons dragons. hashtag release the dragons Uh, (laughs) yeah i christian bale work yes i i also I will also be releasing the dragons. Um, yeah, I, we all liked it. Consensus. Consensus uh, yes. has been reached. Conclave over. I, I, I love this movie just for like the the uh, the opportunity to talk about all the awesome stuff. Uh, like the movie itself could be improved, but that's part of the reason yes. I want to bring it back because like there's so much cool stuff. I, I want it back in public consciousness so people can see it and be like, fuck yeah, that's what I want. Let's do something like that. Um, and yeah, le- like I I would love to see uh, if we're if we're bringing it, if we're modernizing it into our current cinema landscape. I'd love to see the prequel of the Archangels in America just grounding these dragons in Kansas. I, I want that series. Yeah. 
dragon fighting in Kansas? Come on. Yeah. Uh, we're not. Van Zandt? Now, Kansas needs something that's not Wizard of Oz. Yeah. There's and so little. Like, especially because Ted Lasso left Kansas to go to London. I feel like we can leave London the to favor. go back to Kansas. Yeah. With yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I see what you're doing. Uh, but yeah, I'm absolutely releasing the dragons. I'm glad you guys are too. Let's end yeah. the world. Uh, <laughs> no. I was excited for this movie. I, I thought it might have been going to be a letdown. No, it was amazing. Or it was yeah. very rich and storytelling. I think though. definitely yeah. um, one of the most watchable, breezy uh, viewing experiences I've had watching one of our movies in a time breezy not... is that word yeah i like yeah. that word breezy it didn't feel slogged down it, or bogged down by anything it didn't feel like i was watching just because i'm watching a lot of stuff right now i feel like where you're i'm watching the same the actor or character do the same thing a million times and with this movie i just felt like yep now they're doing this now they're doing that you don't see them doing the same move or saying the same thing 20 times so yeah 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 i will say uh, we we mentioned it briefly, but just want to say it again. This movie is free on YouTube. Um, and on Amazon Prime if you have a yes. subscription. Yes. If you have Amazon, Amazon Prime, Prime, you can watch it there. Uh, it's uh, I feel like me and Sam usually have a slightly different viewing experience than you two because we watch the movie together. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's a good time. I feel like this is definitely a movie that it's fun. It's even more fun with somebody. So yeah. Go yeah. out, you listeners, and you watch this movie with a friend. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, you can spend the money you would have spent renting it on some snacks or some yes. brewskis and just just have fun. <laughs> have a have a good time. Have a, have good a good embrace time. your inner dragon slayer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about next week. Yeah. All right. Uh, Wesley, what you got got for us? All right, guys. Uh, If you may have remembered a few weeks ago, I said I'd put up a poll on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do that because I (laughs) found a movie, uh, a golden (laughs) opportunity to watch this movie. Not only is it free on Netflix, or sorry, free on Netflix. (laughs) It's on Netflix until the end of the month. Uh, it's, uh, It's also... It's close to Halloween, so this movie, I think, does a good job. The movie that I am going to be picking, and Lily, don't spoil anything. You've watched it with me, is the movie, the 2003 movie, again, Identity. Have you guys seen this movie? I have never heard of it. It is John Cusack is the star. It has... Uh, it's going to be our second uh, John C. McGinley movie. Like, he's going to be in it. Hell yeah. So what this movie is, is a horror thriller whodunit. And it is my okay. second favorite. I'm just going to lay my cards on the table, guys. Do it. Uh-huh. It is my second favorite whodunit after Clue. <clears throat> okay. It is crazy twists, uh, wild times. Uh, it is about 10 people who get stuck in a Nevada uh, motel, and there is a killer on the loose. Hijinks ensue. Oh, the late great Ray Liotta is in it too. So oh. there's a lot of cool people in it. Um, yeah, but there's probably one of my favorite twists in this. So don't uh, don't spoil it for yourself. Okay. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, 
And I'd recommend people watching it before this. Uh, you listen to the podcast next week because we're going to spoil it all. So, mm-hmm. <gasps> all right. <laughs> all right. So, so here's the trailer. Yeah. Let's play that Play that trailer. There was a storm. It was an accident. We had an accident. And we got stuck and we couldn't get out. We couldn't get out because of the storm. It's flooded. It's a dead end. You the manager? Officer Rose. Transporting a prisoner here. But the roads were all flooded and I could use a room. we can get out tonight. I'm not staying here. Are you out of your mind? There is no place else to go. What happened to the motel? People started dying. What's going on? Go in your room and lock your door. And their bodies, they disappeared. Nobody in there. That's not possible. I saw what happened. We all saw what happened. This doesn't make any sense. Maybe there's some connection between all of us. Like what? My birthday next week. Me too. Me too. All right, we're back. Uh, so join us next week. This has been Rain of Fire. Uh, if you liked this episode, dear listeners, you may want to and want more, I don't know, fantasy, steampunky type neo medieval stuff. Watch our episode or listen to our episode that we did on League of Extraordinary Gentlemen or the episode we did on Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer. One of the best movies ever made. All right. Let's calm down. Just (laughs) calm down. Um, But yeah. So this has been Hello from Obscurity. I've been Wesley. I've been Peter. I've been Lily. And I've been Sam. And goodbye from Obscurity. Wavy inflatable arm wailing tube man.